This is Guarding Your Nest Egg Podcast. Hope your day is going well. If you would like to dig into Talon Wealth being more of a resource to you besides this podcast, visit guardingyournestegg.com. I'm not sure how common this is among Talon's clients, but I've seen a growing interest on social media about pulling off an expat retirement. In fact, it looks like a friend of mine is working on retiring in Mexico. Se habla español, Michael? Uh, I don't speak any Spanish. I mean, I, I'm not very good at it. Um, I know cerveza. I, know, I mean, I took Spanish in high school. It didn't do me much good. But again, you know. <laughs> This friend of mine, and she's really more of an acquaintance, let's be honest, it's Facebook. She thinks that her money is going to go further. Possibly she'll have a chance to live a better lifestyle, especially since she's flying solo now. Mm-hmm. And she started looking for a new home by visiting various cities and meeting up with other Americans for their insight, because they're already doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a warm tropical retirement does have an appeal to it. I'm not going to lie. But how realistic are these stories we hear about? The expat stories? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I hear them all the time, and there's a lot of them. So, well, certainly Mexico is on the list. I'm just going to go through places that I hear about. Apparently, there's some benefits to moving to Puerto Rico for huh. retirement, okay. which isn't, I mean, that's uh, obviously U.S. territory. Yeah. I hear about Belize, certainly hear about Panama. I mean, uh, there's a lot of them, Kristen. And I think there is legitimacy to the cost of living. But mm-hmm. then I think what most retirees are going to worry about is health care. And then the question becomes... Yes. Well, it's uh, yes. There's a there's a financial benefit, and yes, it's a it's an amazing client. Honestly, I think there are some workarounds on the healthcare part of it. I don't know. Um, have you ever been in a foreign country and had to go to the hospital? I have. Really? What happened? Let's just say that without getting into too much detail, there is a country in Europe that would <laughs> yeah. not take my payment and said I needed to come back with cash. And I was like, I am on the way out of town. I was sick. I don't know. So there's a European country that I owe 60 euros to, and I don't know if they'll ever let me back in because it's I got a really messed ticket. up I, I didn't system. get a speeding ticket. I went the wrong way down the wrong road in a European country, and I'm still afraid to visit. <laughs> See? Same. <laughs> because, we'll share the like, countries off the air. Because I got, a, yeah, I got a letter, and they're like, hey, you, and I got I'm afraid too. if I go to customs, I'm going to get hauled away. Same. Um, but I was afraid to pay the ticket because I was worried it wasn't legit. I'm oh. Like, I, I was worried I was getting scammed. Well, I was... So trying to pay them money and they said yeah our system's down with the thought i mean it was very not what i'm used to when i go to the hospital or doctor right so i'm saying it's not what we're used to in other countries medical care yeah and when it comes to medical and for our listeners and people that are considering we call them expats right expatriates Mm -hmm. and and move to countries and i get it i mean it it makes sense but the types of questions that pop up certainly are healthcare, and i think there's workarounds for that right because certainly they're going to cater to americans and and i get it i think there are some workarounds unless it's Maybe something really, really serious. But then also access to money, Kristen. That's the other Mm. thing that pops up. So uh, I'm going to be in a foreign country, but my money's in the U.S. How do I have access? I mean, you you hear me on the radio week after week talking about our financial planning process and doing analysis and helping people be successful in retirement. Uh, This is just one example. If you want to move to a foreign country and uh, have access to your money and make sure you can live off of it, that can be part of your financial planning process and we can make sure that works for you. Kristen, I literally have a client that, if you know what a trawler is, but it's mm-hmm. just a boat that goes very slow, but it can turn into kind of a house and burns very, very little fuel. And he lives on his trawler and he goes from 
Florida, down to Mexico. I probably shouldn't say this, but somehow he works <laughs> Cuba into the mix and he does this whole thing. And he, and I just have to find a way that make sure he's got access to his money. So we're managing the money. He has access to it. When he needs it, he can get it. So, you know, whatever your concerns are when it comes to a financial plan that's going to help you be successful in retirement and everybody's version of success is a little bit different. Our job is to take a look at your version of success, help you accomplish those goals throughout retirement, regardless of inflation, taxes, performance, that type of a thing. Now, that is interesting. Maybe you have a story like that, or you have questions about that type of lifestyle. Mike and the team of fiduciaries at Talon Wealth are here to be a resource to you. And we're here to answer your questions on this podcast, too. Just connect at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike, I've known you a very long time. I want to say eight, nine years. And you have said... I had more hair. A, that's real. B, I was thinner. (laughs) We've both changed. No judgment. Okay. No change. (laughs) But all this time, you've said that timing the market just does not work. And I think most investors understand that. But Mm -hmm. I think a lot of folks are wondering how we determine the difference between a market downturn and if what's going on right now could possibly be, I don't know, the new normal of our economy and the stock market. And we just need to navigate this moving forward. Well, I mean, determining the difference between the two, like you said, you can't time it, but I do think we can be smarter investors. And I think the recurring theme when, whether it's meeting with somebody that's uh, coming into the office, is there are so many people that feel like they're just hanging in there on their portfolios. And so going back to to 2022, because we're, you know, it's not that long ago. Right. I just keep talking to people week after week that had a bad experience. We were talking to people that were having a bad experience in 2022. And now in 2023, we're talking to people that had a bad experience in 2022 Mm. and they're worried about 2023. The majority of our clients are either retired or very close to it. So obviously they're concerned about volatility in markets. Obviously if they took a 20, 30 or 40% hit in 2022, as they get close to retirement, it's a concern. And this idea of timing markets, no, you can't do it, but you can be smarter. And by smarter, I mean, Kristen, I don't like hang in there. And our listeners know we don't like hang in there. To me, hang in there is just the status quo for, in my mind, the majority of financial firms. I don't have an official number on that, but I just know that um, the majority of the people that we talk to feel like they're stuck in a hang in their portfolio. Somebody told them that it was diversified. Somebody told them that, well, you're a moderate investor, So we're going to put part of your money in stocks. We're going to put part of your money in bonds. And then when that doesn't perform well, the advisor's excuse is, well, yeah, I know you're paying me fees and I know this and I know that, but don't worry, just hang in there. Or they come up with excuses like, well, look at the S&P 500 over the 30-year period of time. If if you had tried to time the market, look at how bad off you would be. And Mm -hmm. that's sort of an industry standard where that's the excuse for not doing well. What I know from the majority of the people that we talk to is they don't feel good about that. That's not a good Mm -hmm. feeling when somebody tells you after you've lost a bunch of money, don't worry, it's going to come back. I think that most advisors should have a more proactive approach. And that's where active management comes in. No, it's not market timing, but there are a lot of things about the economy that we can measure. We can measure sentiment. We can measure same store sales. We can measure where the market's at. Is it overbought or is it oversold? We can look at moving averages. There are things that we can look at 
that are predictors of where markets are likely to go. It doesn't mean they're going to go that way. But active management means, you know what, the probability of markets doing well in this situation based on the data that we have, if the probability of markets doing well is very low, then I think the advisor should do something about that. I mean, that's literally what we did in 2022. And in our mind, based on what we were looking at, the probability of success in the market was low. So we made changes to portfolios. Now, I don't know. At some point, the probability of markets doing well might be there. I don't think we're there now. Right now, I wouldn't want to be betting on the market doing well. But when we get to that point and it looks like, all right, the probability, let's say markets are oversold and other indicators are more positive. Well, then we would want to have a positive outlook on the stock market. And then we would want to get more aggressive when it comes to investing. But long story short, Christian, we just want to be smart when it comes to investing our money. And our clients are people that, again, are retired or close to it. So what I know about them is that they're more willing to give up a portion of gains Mm -hmm. than they are to take big losses in portfolios. So if we make an error in a client's portfolio, I would prefer that they missed out on a portion of gains rather than taking big losses. Yeah, and makes sense. Just makes sense given who they are. And so when you look at active management of portfolios, no, we can't time markets, but we are actively managing the portfolios. And if we can help you do better than the overall market, net of any fee that we're charging you, then we're providing value. And frankly, if we can't do that for you, there's no reason to work with us. Join the conversation now at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Talon Private Wealth, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talon Private Wealth and this station are not affiliated. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or advisory services. Be sure to consult with a tax professional before implementing any investment strategy. Florida license number D056341. California license number 0N00828.